Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my pen pal Olga. The only message I sent was, "What's up? How's Russia this time of year? Mm-hmm. How do you like my picks? Did you see them? I can send more if you're interested. Send me your picks. I'd like to have some of your photos from the life. It is a life. Mm-hmm. My cell phone is not working again. This is a Chinese copy of the iPhone. Knowingly succumbed to the low price, I spent more money to repair than it's worth. Now I don't want to spend any rubles on it. <laughs> okay, so let's craft a response to, to Olga's last email here together. I love it. I Holy. think this is a great idea. What up? Girl, I'm feeling you. That's, what you, that's your first line. Mm-hmm. I'm about to send you a dick pic, girl. <laughs> oh, no. mm-hmm. Here, I'll send this one. So I have an, like, an Instagram filter on my face. I've okay, got, like, dog ears. Perfect. So She'll said, be like, adorable dog man. Mm-hmm. This is my real face. <laughs> I was born this way. You have to write that. Mm-hmm. So ask her for something nude. You've gotten not that far in the relationship. You can ask for a, something a little... Maybe... Uh, one nipple? Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes you say to me, like, no, Ben, don't. That's a bad idea. That's no, I can't believe you're getting in the way of me and Olga. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light. I'm about to show you what Lil Dan's all about. <laughs> It's the last week of May in 2018. May 28th. Where's the time gone? Hey, summer has begun. (laughs) It legit has begun. It was swelteringly hot in the city of Toronto today. Gorgeous day. Got out the paddling pool. Just me, not my daughter. Just myself. Sat back there. The the paddling pool? Or the, what do you call it? Kids pool? Little kiddie pool? Isn't that what it's called? A little paddling pool? Is it, no, is that the, Paddle, right, not the stuff? right word? Have you ever heard of a paddling pool? Is it, I think kitty pools. Kitty pool? Think, right? Okay. Yeah. What's a paddling pool? I don't, is that what dogs go in? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. What I'm I think a about. paddling pool is one of those pools where a current keeps you in one spot and you can paddle. Oh, really? No, you don't paddle. Paddle? You swim. <laughs> well, dog paddle, maybe. God. So, this has been Paddle Talk. <laughs> I saw today on uh, NewYorkPost.com or whatever, their Twitter, they said uh, Meghan Markle and Harry to honeymoon in the most boring place on earth. And I was like, oh. Delaware? God, I hate to see who got called that. And then I click on it. The Jasper Park Lodge in Alberta. Oh, wow. Yeah, they threw some serious shade on the Jasper Park Lodge. That place is heaven on earth. Absolutely Hey, they beautiful. got Bruce Buffer. To Michael start Buffer, this. even better. Oh, Michael Buffer. <laughs> Bruce Buffer wouldn't be as good, but they got Michael Buffer at the uh, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final here. Uh, we are watching uh, the, the incredible opening that they do in Vegas. Dan and I were talking about this before the, uh, the Just podcast wait, wait, started. While we got Buffer here, so he's going to do the let's get ready to rumble. Do you think he's, is this a freebie or is he like, no, you're paying me? What are you talking about? He doesn't do freebies. <laughs> a freebie? You're kidding me, right? Okay, yeah. That was the a man dumb who question. always asks money questions. Come on. No chance. He is making serious coin for this. And he lives in Vegas for sure. So, oh, he just got the place amped up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just says, let's get ready to rumble. And I wonder walks if, off and then waits for his bag of money. I wonder he's if Eugene like, Melnick sees the gladiator start and he's like, hey, we did that first. Yeah, we started that. I had the gladiator, man. <laughs> oh, God, that was so funny. Stuff, I wish you had a clip of that gladiator man in Ottawa. I don't know if you can. Oh, yeah, you can find that on, on YouTube. On the YouTubes. Because he spoke. Yeah, he spoke and it was so awkward. But again, I what I was saying is. Dan, before we started this illustrious podcast that uh, that is very popular, and we really appreciate you listening to it, I am legit—I was legitimately wrong about Vegas. Forget about the team on the ice, because everyone was wrong about that. I was legitimately wrong about the fact that they could put on this very entertaining show that would essentially be like another show on the Strip, like going to see Carrot Top, like going to see Celine Dion, like going to yep. see Penn & Teller. You're going to see a Golden Knights game. You're not just going to see a hockey game. They're going to make it an entertainment thing. They're going to have the fun stuff at the beginning with the Gladiators and the Golden Knights and the making fun of the other team and getting you pumped up with Michael Buffer. It was legitimately a great idea for them to go that route. I didn't realize they'd do that. And I, uh, I'm acknowledging my mistake. I'm acknowledging my mistake. 
Just like when people say, oh, you said DeMar DeRozan wasn't worth the, all the money the Raptors paid him. Yeah, like back like in his second season, I said that. <laughs> and I admitted that, you know. No, I think I, I motivated him to become a better player. I didn't want to motivate him to lose to the Cavaliers in a sweep. But anyway. So now do you think it's going to be this type of spectacle or like that's Nashville in Seattle. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I feel like they've got to kind of step their game up now. Like, they've got to make it an entertainment experience. I think A little though, bit more of a show, if you will. Because those fans in Seattle will see what's gone on in Nashville, what's gone on in Vegas, and they're like, okay, this is the... They're going to go in with that expectation. Yep. As long as they make it entertaining, then the people will fall in line with what's gone on in those two cities. Little... I guess the only difference is that Seattle has had a WHL team for... Decades and um, you know it's you could make the argument they have a bit more of an understanding of the game than probably Nashville and Las Vegas did, mm-hmm. but but I agree. I think not just forget about expansion teams. Like I think all teams now have to be like, okay, maybe we need to add a little more entertainment flair to to the game, make it a bit more fun for everybody. You know, not just have everyone show up and then when the whistle blows, just blare classic rock at full volume. Until the whistle, until the puck is dropped again. <laughs> Come on, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm still upset that we aren't there. We've got a desk there. We've got monitors there. The guys would be done their NHL and TSN playoff hits by the time our show went to air. We should have been golden. Um, yeah, one small problem. Uh, Bell uh, was upset about the tweets you sent. <laughs> about their customer service. I, d- I don't know. Those things do not exist. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, uh, Stoff, do you happen to have that Gladiator, that Sens Gladiator? I think I got it here. I'm just queuing it up. Give me one second. Yeah, so he comes out from the dressing room, and then his his helmet starts to become dislodged. Oh, it's so good. And he was... we. I remember when it happened, someone said, oh, you know, who is this guy? Where'd they find him? He was like, he was an actor. But, like, was he a community theater actor and, like, Nepean? Or Smith Falls, or Manatic. By the way, our guests on the podcast, we hope, are pretty legit this week. First of all, it's the return of adult film star, legend, legendary porn star, Lisa Ann, is is back on the podcast. She's going to be talking about her podcast and uh, lots more fun stuff. She hosts a couple of shows on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, and she has made a comeback, Dan. <laughs> uh, a return to the industry, if you will. She's back. And okay. uh, so, so we'll talk to her briefly about that. Looking forward to talk, talking to Lisa Ann. And then Paul Bissonnette, Paul Biznasty. Who stood us up last week. Stood us up last, last week. Um, hopefully he'll, he'll answer the phone and this time. He wanted me to give him a heads up. When we are going to call him, I am not doing that. So we'll see if he answers. Um, so the the Golden Knights before their games, they crank this thing. They get a celebrity, so they just had Little John crank. They need an engineer to look at this thing because two people have to stand by and hold it so it doesn't become unhinged. If you have a crank, shouldn't you pin her down? Maybe get maybe get a wrench. <laughs> like it's come on, guys, you got everything figured out except the cranker. Who, who was it? Little John? Yeah. Little John. Who? What? He must be living in Vegas because he will do anything in Vegas now. I like heard anything. a uh, James Duthie radio hit on Overdrive with our good friend uh, Jeff O'Neill and Noodles and uh, Brian Hayes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I heard Little John in the back of the uh, of the Duthie radio hit. Oh, because Duthie was that like a Little John show. Yeah, the, I called him Little John. And those guys, Little he John. said everyone's pumped because this game starts at 5 local in Vegas. So, man, you're like on the strip by 8. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's pretty That's pretty legit fun. And the, their panel hits have already been done before the game. They're like, what a game! Yeah, great game. Sorry about them losing <laughs> game one. But I'm sure... They'll tie it up in game two. And then they say, yeah, I think they'll rebound in the second game of this series. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty much a perfect road trip, and it's a little upsetting that we're not on it. What do you think, why wouldn't we be on it? We got sent to the Olympics. We had a legitimately terrific time. We did some great broadcasting. Um, now, I know it would stress producer Tim out if we... Keep drinks at last time. It would stress Tim out 
Um, maybe it was Mickey. Maybe they didn't want to pay for our driver because in our contracts we do have a driver on the road. I like Jeff O'Neill on that same uh, interview with Duffy asked, How many people from TSN are just floating around, oh, like doing nothing? So many. <laughs> so many. That, uh, yeah, at these events, you, you see people, you're like, Ah. What are you doing here? <laughs> but Fox was worse. Fox oh, was yeah. way worse. Fox was like, but hey, good you'd on see people, people there, like what? Take advantage of it while you can. Oh yeah, absolutely. While the broadcasting industry still exists for another six or seven months, just enjoy <laughs> it. Just enjoy it while you can. I understand that uh, Jeff O'Neill. I don't know if you heard that part. Was upset at us for calling out uh, Duffy for asking the question: Are you feeling fresh? To Derek England of the Golden Knights. We, all we were pointing out is it sounded like that commercial for Massengill yeah. or Vagisil or whatever it was. And it, we the also douche s- company. We called them out for saying Sarah Valley's name right. Correct. Incorrect. Yeah. The, 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 the douche commercial was, Mom, and I don't know if you can call that up stuff. <laughs> can you call up the douche commercial? Mom, I have that not so fr- sometimes I have that not so fresh feeling. I'd love to, I'd love to play that. We, we should probably plan these things a little bit more. Stoff is like stressing out. No, he's not. He doesn't get stressed. No, he really doesn't. He comes in seven joints deep. Oh, yeah. Just crushing weed. (laughs) In the car on the way here. Just barely keeping it between the lines. It looks like we're looking at at Lil John and Snoop in a recording session right now when we look over to stop. That's right. Uh, Okay, here's the... uh, Is it Massengill? Doesn't I'm matter. not sure what it is. It doesn't say in the Okay, we've got it. Here's the okay. not-so-fresh-feeling uh, ad that we thought Duthie's question sounded like. Mom, do you ever feel, you know, not-so-fresh? Sure. That's why I douche. But only with natural ingredients. Who has natural ingredients? Massengill. They have vinegar and water or baking soda. Trust Massengill to make you feel naturally fresh. Yeah, that's why I douche. That's an amazing thing for a mom to say to a daughter. That's why I douche. I've not seen a commercial for those products in 30 years. Yeah, nobody does douche ads anymore. Yeah, so Duffy asked, Are you, do you feel fresh? <laughs> That's why I douche. <laughs> he said that to Derek <laughs> because they've had so much time off. Do you feel fresh? That's why I douche. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Duffy, he's the best. We only kid because we're jealous of his exactly. amazing if work schedule. We would if we weren't making fun of him. Then you could say like, "Oh, they must hate him." Yeah, no, we actually genuinely love him. Though someone did ask who are our favorite sportscasters uh, on our mailbag segment on the TV show yesterday, and I answered Rod Smith, and you answered Jim Taddy. So that's right. Who uh, we revealed on this podcast, his show is for tats. That's right. It's just Jim Taddy looking a sweet pair of. And giving him his opinion on him. Loving those <laughs> Yes, guy. This has been <laughs> for tats with Jim Taddy. And then next week. My erections here, have returned. Here's another set. Wow. Look at those jugs. It's uh, it's into its 15th season on Discovery Channel. Uh, oh, do you have the, the uh, Sens? Gladiator uh, stuff? Okay, here we go. Toolsy, here it is. You ready for this? I'm listening. All right, here it is. So what I take it was happening was that as he was finishing and about to introduce the Sens, the opposing team was coming onto the <laughs> yeah. ice. So, so the crowd is like, no, should we boo? Because he said, here are our heroes. Here are our heroes. The other team. <laughs> How about uh, Alfie? we got to get Alfie on this podcast. Yeah. How about Alfie, apparently over the weekend, saying that he hopes there will be new ownership 
for the Ottawa Senators. Just coming out and saying And then that. the rumor is he's part of a new ownership group that is looking to buy the Senators, and he's aligned himself with the Cirque du Soleil president who's worth billions. Uh, that would be amazing. If you're a Sens fan... Not president Alfie. or owner, whoever owns the Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. His name? Celine Dion. <laughs> but then Melnick came out on Monday and said the team's not for sale. Again? He came out yesterday? Sure. Is today Monday? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, you ready? Oh, by golly, Jesus. Oh, here we go. Olga update? Yeah. This is exciting stuff, folks. Okay, so we left it at uh, the girl I'm feeling you. Girl I'm feeling you. I know you you won't abandon me because I am dog man. You are so kind. So Right, right. Let's follow up. Uh, I wonder if Olga douches. So here's Oli replying to the photo of dog man and the dog man email. Hello, it's me again. So now I'm sitting at home and writing a letter for you. Don't be surprised, I still do not have an internet connection, and I'll have to go to the internet cafe again. I was glad to receive your letter again as usual. I've never received more graceful compliments from a man. Hmm. I'm flattered with all my heart, and it raises my mood for the whole evening. Thanks for the photo. It was a very funny animation. Hmm, so she didn't believe that you were actually a dogman. (laughs) That's a disappointing revelation. So she glossed over that I'm dogman. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I don't like her attention to detail. <laughs> you know, in Russia, we have an expression. Not sure that I can translate it correctly, but I'll try to do my best. The distance between people is like a fire and the wind. The real fire will be even bigger and stronger because of the wind, but little light will be blown out by the wind, so as any relations. Oh. Poignant. <laughs> Aren't saying supposed to be quick? <laughs> well, yeah, like, uh, you ever have that not-so-fresh <laughs> feeling? <laughs> I really hope you can understand what I'm trying to say. Olga, I don't have a f- clue. That's why I douche. <laughs> <laughs> you can answer me that there's no relations between us. Not yet. And you'll be right on one hand. But on the other hand, you already came into my life. You already have a place in my mind all the time. In my heart... And even now, it's so hard to imagine next day without you. I remind you, the last email was me claiming to be a part dog, part man. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing is that I enjoy corresponding with you. I feel the same comfort as you are. Never before would I expect such relations. We are blind now. We are blind now? Does not matter how many pictures I can send you, you still don't know me in real situation. I'm afraid to disappoint you and be disappointed in you. But who knows? We simply have to use every opportunity in this life. I really believe that it's better to regret what you have done than to regret that you ever never tried. Yeah, well, that's true. Hope you don't see it strange, I mean, that I'm writing you every single day. I'll try to explain. It's just my great pleasure to read your answers, and I would be very sad if one day you'll stop writing. Mm. Now I know I found a friend, and I very appreciate you for it. Mm. Miss you everything the best. Wait for your letter. Miss you, Dan, with two more pictures of... Uh, this is a Miss You JPEG. It's oh. titled Miss You JPEG, so Boris goes into that folder when he wants to... And then a Miss You to JPEG, and it's just... Her smiling. That one looks a little... She looks a little bit like a clown in that one. So my response to that long, again, Oli, sum it up. Dogman here. Oli. (laughs) I don't like being dogman alone. (laughs) When are you flying here? I'm on an all-pancake diet, and I don't know how to make pancakes. (laughs) I also might have rabies. That's why I do. (laughs) Please hurry and get here. I'm on an all-pancake diet, and I'm all out of condensed milk. Uh, again, so I just said that. I might have rabies. I said, when are you getting her response? Hello, my man. How's everything today with you? How's your job? Today, I feel so myse- myself so sad and lonely. I was thinking a lot about our correspondence and about our relations. You become like a drug for me. I just said I have rabies. <laughs> and that I don't like being a dog man alone. 
The whole day I'm waiting for your letter, and I know that we are so limited in our communication. I often try to imagine you saying me all those words from your letter. I can only dream to hear your voice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. At the same time, it's hard to know that you are so far away from me. Thousands of kilometers are between us. I already told you about my arrival in Canada. Mm-hmm. It's not very comfortable for me, but I will do the first step. Do not be afraid if I'm not hurrying you up. I just want to ask you to give me your phone number. Oh, here we go. As I don't have any connection, I would try to call you by myself. Of course, you don't have to, and I'll understand if you refuse me. Yesterday, I was talking to my mother about you. Oh, Mom. What the f is she saying to her mom? Mom's sure. in the picture. That's why I do. Mom, I'm in mom. love with a <laughs> You know what she's saying to her mom? I'll tell you what she's saying. Sure. That's why I do. That's what she's saying to her mom. She said that I must be ready for everything and that I must be very careful with the internet friendship. But I mm. see that you are a very good, honest, and kind person. I don't know how to explain it, but I simply feel that I can trust you, believe you. I said my mother that there's nothing to be worried about, that everything is under control, and you'd never hurt me. Aren't you? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you do have rabies. So nice to know that you're thinking about me, too. Never once said any of those things. I don't know <laughs> what will be in the soonest time, and I don't know what to expect from our relations, but I already know for sure that it's a great pleasure for me. So if you give me your number... It'd be a good opportunity for us to have a real conversation. Yes, do it. We'll wait with impatience for your answer. Be good, my Dan, and don't forget about me. Signed, your girlfriend, Olga. Yes, amazing. You're in a committed relationship. Two more uh, pictures. This one's called Dream JPEG. Okay. And then she also sent me Kiss JPEG. Oh, so it looks like uh, you guys are practically doing it at this point. Wow, this is amazing. You have a girlfriend. How do you feel? So I, my response to that, Oli, when are you coming here to Canada? I need you as coyotes have begun to invade my work. <laughs> we need to explain that. So last week an email went out. There's coyotes been spotted on the premises. People have photo evidence of it, and they told everyone, be careful when going to your car. So this is legit. We got a legit email from Bell Media. That there are two coyotes roaming the parking lot. But I think they're part wolf and part coyote. They because don't. we saw someone in master control got an amazing picture that we put on TSN uh, on our website on Jay and Dan, on our Instagram. You can see it. And Dan's right. It looks less like a full-on coyote and more like a coyote-wolf terrorizing hybrid that we have to try to avoid as we go to our cars every night in the pitch dark. Anyway... That's what's going on at work for us. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, the Canadian family she worked for in Spiritwood and Shell Lake. Yeah, did we ever track them down? Someone uh, direct messaged me this week. They said their grandparents and they have family that live in that area. No one, there's never been a Wells family living there. Now, that was one. I saw something, maybe they sent a public tweet first. I saw something like that, but then I thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe they were... And then I Maybe also, the grandparents were not social, and they didn't get to know the family that Olga lived with. And a postman... Postman, yes. He said his buddy has that on his route, so he's going to take a look. Okay, okay. So we're going to find her. Okay. She so, didn't think we'd try to track her down in Spiritwood, but we no. will. Oli, when are you coming here to Canada? I need you as coyotes have begun to invade my work. I fear they'll attack me first since I am dogman. Please hurry and bring pancakes. So that's where we have that one. Okay, and one more answer. And then I feel like we got to call Biz. Okay. He doesn't know what we're calling anyway. Hello, my angel. Why did you not tell me your phone number? Oh, boy. So I tell, tell her about coyotes. She asked about the phone number. Yeah, well, she wants to give Danny a call. But what? So... What would happen if I gave her my number? What? They can't tap into my phone. Oh, yes, they can. So if someone can let us know, uh, again, you've been great on social media helping us find Olga and getting behind uh, her real uh, agenda. Can I get a fake number that she can go? Can I give her? Why don't you give her? The, the TSN Radio's phone number. I love that idea. Give her <laughs> TSN Radio's phone number and say, call this number. Uh... Next Monday, 
at 8.30 Eastern Time. And then we'll pick up and she'll be on the podcast. Beautiful. We'll finally get to hear her beautiful So a fraud specialist, if they can let us know what they can do with the number if we give it. Why did you not tell me your phone number? I'd like to call you. I hope that you'll be able to write me your phone number in the next letter. I really want to hear your voice. Hmm. Then goes in on, I'm not this sure how long. This is beginning to start, sound not as legit as I There is nothing thought. new in my life. The same work day by day. Now it seems to be very boring when I've met you. I'm trying to do all the same, but it doesn't bring me happiness anymore. Mm. Now I see that I live life in a little box and you can help me to open it. Hmm. So it's late already. I better finish my letter. I'm thinking about you, my Dan. Miss you. Your Russian girl, Olga. So just two more. Oh my God. Oli. The coyotes have us surrounded. (laughs) We have no way out. I fear this is the end. What is your phone number? Signed, Dead Dogman Dan. At last, that sign-off had to have gotten her attention. And I finally got a good response because it's not a cut-and-paste email. What other coyotes? What are you talking about? Have you ever read my letters? I already told you that my phone's broken. That's why at the moment I do not have a phone number. I wanted to call you from the call service. Are you okay? And then you write something like nonsense? That's what she wrote? Yes. Yikes. Things got (laughs) turned dark. Holy crap. Maybe you should cut that off. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't be talking to the Russian guy who pretends to be a woman. (laughs) Okay. Can you read that last one one more time? What other coyotes? What are you talking about? Have you ever read my letters? I already told you that my phone number's broken. That's why at the moment I don't have a phone number. So, perfect English. Yeah. I wanted to call you from the call service. Are you okay? And then you write something like nonsense. And then it's just Olga? Like just... No, didn't even sign off. Like your girlfriend, nothing. No pics? Nothing. We rattled Can her. you send one one more email right now? Let's okay. compose him. In response to that, okay. Okay. Dear Olga. Dear Olga. Send me a pic of your <laughs> No. That will that's how we'll know if she really loves you. Booby pickies. We need a response and then we'll call Biz. Okay. That's it? No, I'm not Why? saying that. Because then it'll get traced back to like, okay. he was rude. I've never said anything rude. Okay, dearest Olga. Yeah, dear Olga. My apologies. Okay, and that's good. Work has been stressful here in Canada. <laughs> okay. Stressful here in Canada. The broadcast industry isn't what it once was. <laughs> no, I don't want to know <laughs> what I'm in. <laughs> oh, right. That's a good point. Uh, the uh, the auto repair industry isn't what it once was. The auto repair industry is in the... Yes. Okay. Still, my love for you grows. Okay. Please forgive my rude, the rudeness of my last email. No, I'm not saying that. Please forgive me. No, I said my apologies. Work has been stressful. All right, so too many apologies. I still, my love for you grows. Please send me a picture of your. (laughs) No. We have to address the phone number. Oh right. Um, I only have a work mobile, and therefore cannot give you my phone. Can we continue to correspond? Here. Can you? Ca- I only have a work number. Can you call me at a specific time? Oh yeah, that's good. I can only accept calls Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. My friend Christoph will answer. He lives with me f- with his two children. I fathered those children. By the way, someone started an Olga. Yes. Um, Instagram, Instagram account. account. So check it out, Olga from... Is it Olga underscore from underscore Russia, I think? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Can you call me at a specific time? Can we call up Biz? 
Let's give him a try. I gotta say, that one's gonna be great. Mondays, Mondays, nine p.m. Eastern. Yeah. <clears throat> my my uh, time allowed on the work phone is limited. Yeah, perfect. As a lot of people want to use the same phone. There's a lineup. <laughs> there you go. Biz? Oh. It's Jay and Dan. Hey, buddy. What's shaking? Hey! We called you right directly on the podcast thinking you would not pick up and have forgotten about our phone call, but you surprised both of us. F***ing right. Really proud of you, buddy. What are you doing? You watching, about, you watching the hockey how game? How I snubbed you guys last week? I felt like a dickhead. No. Yeah, that's fine. You're a busy guy. Oh, you're uh, traveling. On. You're I don't know what else you're doing. You're doing B.C. No, I did. No, I did BC. Oh yeah, yeah, you did it. But now we're yeah, getting to it. see that. We're getting to see the results. I did a lot of it. Um, you, it's like critically acclaimed. Biz Nasty does BC. Um, Barstool Sports. Every. Not only is it is it popular, but people think it's legitimately good. You're you're a you're a critical darling, Biz. Well, episode four really put it over the edge. I, I need to thank you guys. Uh, your cameo was uh, much enjoyed by a lot of people. So thank you guys. We put. A lot of effort into it, Biz. Um, I know. Like we do everything. <laughs> it was oh, a one take. <laughs> well, it's mostly for Canadians, because I knew Americans wouldn't appreciate you enough. No, they but, definitely no, no, they didn't. They didn't. No. no, they definitely didn't. Where Where are we getting you at? Where are you at right now? I'm actually uh, grabbing some food, and I'm heading over to my buddies to watch uh, the last two periods of the, the game, one of the cup finals. What city are you in? Arizona, but I'm driving up to Vancouver on uh, Wednesday. Wait, you're driving up? Yeah, I'm going to be there for th- most of the three months, so I, I, I want a vehicle there. And it's, a, it's always a nice drive. Okay, okay. Vancouver's beautiful. Oh, it's the best. Summertime is the best. Are you splitting your time between Arizona and B.C. now? Well, I spend the full hockey season... So nine, basically nine months of the year, uh, like a month before, a month after the season. Well, maybe not next year because the Coyotes are looking good. So they might <laughs> go on a little run, just like the Golden Knights have, and uh, maybe I'll be stuck here. Right, right. Okay, yeah. uh, you mentioned the Golden Knights. Yeah, yeah. what they, happened? How's that? What's going on here? Well, why? What happened? No, just they're in the Stanley Cup. How the f- did that happen, <laughs> Biss? I, I. Uh, well, depends who you ask, because a lot of people are really pissed off about the draft rules all of a sudden. Right. So, uh, but uh, I, you know what? I'm very happy for them. A bunch of guys who uh, who kind of felt like castaways, and they've rallied uh, within the organization and, and put a really good season together. Uh, my biggest thing was, I mean, Flurry. Of course, they got him. You know, because because of the situation in Pittsburgh, everyone knew that they'd lucked out and got a very good goalie. Um, everyone complaining, though. I, I mean, I don't think you would have put that defense core probably in, in the top 20 of the league going into the season. They just have all played very good hockey, and and a few young guys have really stepped up, like that Schmidt, uh, Colin Miller is another guy, and then, of course, that Theodore is a, a stud, too. I love how, like, Nate Schmidt is such a great interview. He's like you. He's, he's a gregarious guy, great personality, and because of that and his great play, all of a sudden, people are like, well, how did we miss out on that guy? How did we miss out on him? How did we let him go to an, ex- an expansion team? Yeah, it just seems like it was like a a perfect mix of personalities. Well, I mean, I think Washington's kind of getting away with that just for the simple fact that they're in the final also, so it's not like they've made a ton of bad moves. Uh, I mean, some other teams, though, are, are, are taking some heat. I mean, Florida is, is probably taking the brunt of it. Yeah, Giving Marsh, away a, so. a few of their stunts. Yeah. Um, how was Vegas for visiting teams this year? Because you talk to players. Do they see it as any other city, or are the temptations too great for some of them? Okay, so here's, uh, here's a little bias as far as uh, uh, Arizona Coyote perspective. is We're in division. So we travel there the night before. We get in. Most of the time, it's it's not a, a Saturday night game or, or a big a weekend game. So our guys are staying in because it's just we're in and we're out. Now there's of course teams that travel from across the country from the east, and you know they might be stuck there for three or four days. So their perspective might be a little bit different than mine. 
Uh, now, saying that, uh, I'm in media now, so I get after it no matter what night we're there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, but, uh, for players, that's all they're going to be based off of who you play for. How did Biz Nasty Does BC come about? Well, you know, last year was my last year playing, uh, and I kind of wanted to make a splash coming into the media world. Uh, I'm kind of a prisoner of my own mind, where I, I constantly have all these weird, crazy ideas. It could have a lot to do with all the marijuana I smoke, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, I just I, I wanted to do something fun about a province that I've spent a lot of time in, and it's a beautiful place, and there's a lot of hockey guys there, and uh, you know it it, it just kind of all came together, and I was fortunate enough to meet a guy who does uh, does some film stuff there, and we put our minds together, and we decided to uh, do this project, and I think it turned out okay for only having a thirty five thousand dollar budget. Did you pitch it to multiple places other than Barstool? Everyone. Oh, okay. Everyone. And what was the uh, response? The, well, the, here's the problem, though, is, is initially we done it with a company called Victory, and we were promised that they were going to license music. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, we put all this crazy music in it, uh, and then we, you know, we'd already cut everything and, and did all the scenes, and all of a sudden the music was a problem. So we brought it to, to everyone, TSN, Sportsnet. We brought it to the NHL for, for their website. And uh, finally, last but not least, one of the guys from Spit Jickles was like, why don't you show this to Barstool? And based on the fact there's a lot of swearing in it, and it's a little edgy, they, they hopped right on it, and it ended up working out perfectly. And that's kind of my demographic anyway. So it worked out. And uh, like I said, I, I was very appreciative of all the guys uh players and non-players like you guys who jumped in, who added the production value and, and made it re- really fun for the fans. Yeah, I think I, I said, are we getting paid for this? And your response was just a bunch of ha 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 ha. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, check to the mail. Um, I sent it to uh, Fox LA. <laughs> There's today. a ton of checks waiting for us down there. Yeah. That'll be fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll get them in I'll, 20 Maybe years. I'll pick them up on the way. Yeah, do, do, do that for us. We'll, we'll meet you in, sure. in BC. All right, will you do, uh, will Biz Nasty do other provinces? Uh, maybe some territories? We're, uh, I think the goal is to move over to Muskoka next. Yes. And uh, we're just trying to raise some funding. Just figured, you know, why as well dip in the cottage country. It's cheap there, too. Yeah, you could place. just you could just go cottage to cottage in the Muskokas and raise more than thirty five thousand dollars in an afternoon. Well, I mean, yes, we could do that. Well, we were planning on doing a cigarette when people weren't at their cottages and just right. kind of breaking in for a few days and then hop, keep hopping around. We just had uh, uh, from your Arizona Coyotes, Max Domi, on our show. He's oh, awesome. up there. Maybe you could just bunk with him for a little bit. Yeah, I mean that would be that, it'd be good to get him on the show too. I mean he's he's got a big social media presence. He does a lot with charity, with the especially with his diabetes. Yep, he sure um, does. Did you guys talk a bit about that? Yes, we, yes, did. we did. Yeah, he was on uh, promoting it was really cool uh, an app basically that monitors his blood sugar. Amazing thing, uh, you know, for people with diabetes because he has to inject himself like fourteen times a day or something. That's like a that. lot. It's insane. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Oh, you- He's kind of like that new wave of player, too, that's not shy to put himself out there on social media. I find that a lot of these younger guys are starting to do that, and it's probably going to eventually make your guys' job a lot easier. More guys are showing off personality, so what, it's good for... for what happened to your phone? Or or it's going to make our jobs obsolete, Biz. That's the other thing that could happen. Oh, no, did I? Did you guys cut out for oh, No, 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 no. it sounded like you were copying it. Oh, no, no, sorry, buddy. No, you sound okay now. I should probably pay my phone bill. I, I put all the money into that documentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you have a work phone from the Yotes? Yeah, yeah, they take care of me. <laughs> they're, they're, they've been they've been awesome. It's been a great transition. I'll, I'll say this: the, the media side's a lot more fun, especially without having to get up and, and worry about getting your body warmed up and, and, and also eating punches every day. The only downside is you have to work with Tyson Nash and his hair. <laughs> You know, you know, it's funny because we have very similar personalities, and I knew that from while I when I played here because he was doing the, the in between the benches, and I come <clears> to find out we were born the exact same day. What? Oh, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. to me. He's we're a both good dude. Pretty out there. Did you buy that uh, convertible he just sold? 
No, no, he. Uh, I think he got rid of it for for a good price. Even the El Camino. Yeah, that or was. No. Well, it was a beautiful yeah. black car. I don't know which one it was, but it was. Oh, it was a Lincoln Continental. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, that was a good car. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, listen, Biz, we're going to let you go. I, uh, finish the food. Go enjoy the last couple of what'd periods. What'd you pick up? What'd you pick up? Yeah, what'd dinner? you get? What'd you get? There's just a healthy place called Flower Child in AZ. And, I mean, you guys you guys live in Toronto, right? We do, yes. Yeah. So it's, it's nice living in places, especially out west. There's a lot of healthy places to eat. And I'm sure Toronto's got the same same kind of thing where... Here it's you know, just I, Harvey's. I a, it's all Harvey's biz still. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then I guess I retract my favorite. <laughs> well, I guess you would have known that from your time in L.A. There was a flower child a couple of blocks from my apartment. I think it's a chain. I it, It's like the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it's really tasty. Uh, but cool. boys, thanks for having me on, and, and also thank you for doing that, uh, coming on the documentary. Uh, that was... People loved it, and um, you know, you're, you guys are Canadian icons, and, and uh, you know, I'm a big fan. Thanks, bud. We'll give you an update on the game. It's 1-1, 5 to go in the first of game one between the Caps and Knights. Oh, who scored for Wash? I don't know. We've been talking to you since the goals have been scored. So. Oh, oh no, it's 2 Caps are up 2-1. They just scored. Whoa. You know, Whoa, okay. I, I well, think we, it was. We should stand the line. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just keep you updated on what's happening. It was oh, the Swedish. Backstrom. It was the Swedish Nick Backstrom, not the Finnish one who retired, who was a goalie. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm in media. I should probably know those things, but I'm not. I'll just stick to the documentary. You're the best, buddy. Come, uh, come visit us when you're back in uh, Toronto sometime. One hundred percent. Thank you. Enjoy hippie frog for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not what it was? Yeah. It's Hippie Frog. He's bringing it to Welland, okay? He's bringing a franchise to Welland. Okay. Thanks, buddy. There he goes. Paul Bizonette. Paul Biznasty. Bizonette. Okay, so before we I must sa- call yeah, our we'll next call guest. We so, dear Olga, my apologies. Work has been stressful here in Canada. The auto repair industry is in the <laughs> Still, my love for you grows. I only have a work number. Can you call me at a specific time? Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern. My time allowed on the work phone is limited. People are waiting to use the phone. I miss you, my Russian queen, dog man. I love it. Okay. That is very romantic. So maybe I'll talk her down off her, her ledge she was on. With she that seemed legitimately upset with you. That wasn't good. Uh, Stoff, let's call our next guest. And then if you can uh, tweet us or Instagram us and tell us what people can do if we do divulge a phone number... What they can do with that number, we'd love to know. If I give a person all my banking information, no, can but they do the anything thing. with it? But here's the thing. People leave their phone numbers on business cards all over businesses. So if they have a phone number, if you can just do something with a phone number, no one would ever leave their phone number on a business card. Yeah, I guess or an advertisement or anything, really. So maybe they, she just legitimately wants to talk to you. And you're kind of being a smart arse about it. <laughs> and... uh and that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of you're going to get a lot of attitude from Olga. Um, we got no attitude from our next guest because she was an absolute sweetheart when we met her in Los Angeles. When was that? Maybe a couple of years ago, Toolsy. Yeah, it would have been about five years ago, five six. It, no, it was like two years ago. Two years ago, okay. around there. Dan's memory's gone. <laughs> it's Lisa Ann. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're, we're fantastic. great. Um, we're just um, discussing. I currently have a Russian girlfriend via email. Um, and she really wants my phone number. Have you had any experience? If you give your phone number to someone and they keep asking for it, what are they really wanting to do with that phone number? You're asking Lisa and this yes. question. Yeah, okay. I'm this asking is- you. You're so far believing that you have a relationship via email. Oh, have big you time. Yet, have you yet to consider that you might be not talking to the person that you thought you were talking <laughs> 100%, to? 100%. And, and at this point of the adventure, I say give up the phone number. I mean, you can block it so easily. What's the worst that's going to happen? You made it this far. I mean, we are, I'm sure your listeners who have been following through this, we want more. Yeah, we need okay. you to do more for okay. us. Okay, yes. so, yes, okay, so I can just block it. Okay, that's good. Okay, so. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Lisa. I needed that uh, so, extra so push. Where did, where did you meet? Russian email Olga, girlfriend. <laughs> Olga, I met her on a dating app, and I've discovered on all these dating apps, if there's a really beautiful woman with only one photo, there's no people in this world that have only one photo in the, with uh, of themselves in today's day and age. So if they have one photo and they're extremely beautiful, 
they want money or they're in Russia. So that's where I met Olga. Okay, so let me ask you this. Were you a fan of Seinfeld? Of course. Do you remember when George carried around a photo of a model of some <laughs> yes, sort and yes. said it was a fiance? Okay, so this is kind of your situation right now. But you know what? Whatever you got to do for entertainment, just do not give out any banking information, right, okay. any passwords. You know, um, are you going to meet this person in person or are they? They're in Russia. Actually- no, she is in Russian. She's in Orenburg, Russia. Yeah, he, she even gave a town, Lisa. Okay, well, this is a, hey, listen, at least we know that she won't be stopping by unannounced. Exactly. And she's very beautiful. She sends me many photos. Okay. But the pro- this has all been going on through email. This has all been yeah. going on through email. One issue, Dan continued to send pictures of himself uh, with a Snapchat filter, uh, a doggy Snapchat filter, and he referred to himself as the dogman. Uh, <laughs> I may have encouraged this. Now, she eventually got very upset at him for this, and now I fear that this may, have, may result in some bodily harm for Dan at some point. Uh, she can't get here without no. him probably buying her a ticket. So this is a safe place. Now, Dan, let me ask you, have you thought about dating anybody that's geographically fit <laughs> so that potentially you could have some real interaction? I'm just uh, asking but for I, a friend. But Olga, we've had this chemistry. This has been going on. We have now exchanged, uh, like, look at this. We've exchanged uh, at least a half a dozen emails or more, close to a oh, dozen. Come on. I get more than that from one guy in direct message every day. Whoa. I still, You know what I mean? Like, I get it, but... Here's what I tell people about these internet interactions. I love hearing these stories, by the way, and I get a lot of them in detail emailed to me, like, what do I do next kind of scenarios. You fabricate something in your mind when you haven't met someone and you haven't had that chemical interaction that happens when you're face-to-face. And now that we live in this new society, this new world that is so reliant on the internet for everything, we're actually being more creative than we ever have, and we're manifesting relationships that we don't really have. And Dan, I'm not saying this is the case, but this could be the case. Yeah. Let's slide into your DMs. What's going on in there? Yeah, who's sending you DMs these days, Lisa Ann? I got a great DM yesterday, and... uh, you're going to be very surprised by this. I will not say any profanity. Don't worry. No, you, um, you can swear all you want. Feel free. Oh, wow. You guys get to swear now? Oh, here. Yeah. I'm on air in 45 minutes to an hour tonight for two hours, no swearing. So here's a great, here's a great direct message. Your pitching went from pretty garbage to elite seemingly overnight. Wow. Yeah, a lot of fantasy baseball smack talk going down in the DM. The rest of them I just really turn a blind eye to. Yeah, because is it at this point? And you're hosting two shows on the SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Channel, correct? Yes, I am. Sunday nights and Monday nights. Sunday night is uh, Fantasy Sports Tonight, and Monday night is my same show, Lisa and Does Fantasy. And are you finding that uh, you're being taken seriously as a host now after hosting a sports show for this long? One hundred percent. I have to tell you something. Not many people actually want to play fantasy baseball. So just by me engaging and getting good and finishing in the top three of a really brutal league last season of all hosts that have been playing 10 plus years, I've garnished respect just for the fact that I put the effort forth because fantasy baseball players know it's a long season. There's a lot of DL stints. You only got two DL spots. Who do you part with? There's so much going on every day. If you're in a daily lineup league, I'm in two. One's a daily, one's a weekly. Um, you know, in the weekly, your pitcher gets gets shelled on Sunday night and, and you can't take him out. You know, you're just feeling the pain except in a daily. So, I've won over people just by making effort to do something that matters in the real world, not one bit. Because if you speak to the average human about fantasy baseball, they just look at you like they can't even absorb baseball. That's right. I'm in a fantasy baseball league. Lisa, would you say that fantasy baseball is the nerdiest of all the fantasy (laughs) sports? Oh, yeah. But you know what? If you can play fantasy baseball, it makes you such a better fantasy player at any other sport. Because I don't know about you, but when it comes to fantasy football season, I'm like, ah, this is a joke. You know what I mean? Less than 20 weeks? What's that? You know, it's no big deal. You got yeah. a whole week in between games. You got tons yeah. of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, get to, you get to live your life. You're not checking weather <laughs> to see what game is getting rained out that maybe you want to switch somebody's on your bench, you know? Oh, but yeah. it's fun, and I do like it. It's a great escape. 
And then you do the Lisa Ann Experience, which is your podcast that you launched in 2017. Tell us about that. That's not fantasy sports related. No, and it's not. And the reason I did it is because I had so many people coming to me that don't play fantasy sports that were feeling like they were losing their way to communicate with me. And I realized I am just verbally vomiting fantasy sports on my timelines at all times and not everybody's into it. So I didn't want to narrow down my audience. So I thought, why don't I start a podcast that talks about everything except sports? So I have on guests from the, from the industry. I have on some writers. I have on some comedians. And it's really just a conversation. I, I record myself in my house and upload the content to my folks at Gas Digital in New York. And so I've got this trip coming up. And I've never had a once-a-week, you know, responsibility like the podcast that I have to manage completely on my own. You can't get behind. You know what I mean? It's a horrible feeling. Yeah, we learned that. And so... Yeah, you know, it's like living check to check. There's nothing worse. Podcast to podcast is just as detrimental to your health. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to Australia for a week, back to Australia, and then I'm going to Italy for four weeks. So in my mind, I realized, okay, I need to be like eight episodes in the can by next week, right? Right. I have been recording podcast interviews to such a degree. I am now finished and caught up halfway through I'm all the way through June, almost through July, because I'm going to be gone June 12th to July 20th. And it's my first time taking off from sports radio since 2013. I just really don't want to use my brain for like a month. But don't worry, I'm still going to check my teams, my lineups, do my waivers on Sunday nights. I'll be committed to my fantasy teams, but just once a week. That's it. What are you going to do in Italy? Are you going just for a trip? Are you going to work? I'm going to feature dance, and I'm going to host at some clubs. And I don't know if you know about the clubs in, like, Prague and Romania. But these clubs are, like, nightclubs like you've never seen before in your life. They're so unbelievable. And so I, an agent had reached out to me and said, hey, we'd love you to come over. So I have a friend that moved over there, Tara Patrick. You might remember her, previous in, performer in the industry. You may have heard of her. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. And she's over there, so I'll get to see her when I'm there. And I just wanted to explore. I'm taking a girlfriend of mine. We are going to blog and video and photograph all do, of our journeys and write about it. Do we know the girlfriend, Lisa? Do we know the girlfriend? You don't. Too? Okay, so she's, not in the industry. No, no civilian friend that's okay. never been to Europe, and I wanted to tag along, so I picked okay, my so one friend who y- wanted the adventure. You might be able to help me out because you're... You're a lot closer to Russia over there than I'll, I will be. So. Do you mind stopping into... Uh... Do you mind uh, packing Olga up and bringing her back? Here's what you don't know. My entire life is based around Russians. Okay, I'm now the president of the HOA where I live, which is a private small community, <laughs> which is 70% Russian. And since I became the president, I've also started going to all the Russian businesses because when you're in, they take such good mm, care perfect. of you. So the Russian hair salon, I go in, they're all watching Russian TV. Like, what do I care? You know what I mean? I'll learn a word or two here and there. That's Vidanya. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love the culture. And so, who knows? I uh, may be closer and to you Russia just than need, you think. Can you go around your neighborhood and just say, do you guys know Olga? And then that should yeah, help it's, us it's out. A, it's, a, it's a pretty common name. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I forgot. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. When I picture Olga, okay, I picture like, for a woman comes in to give you a massage yeah. at a, you know, with huge hands, again, like the Seinfeld with the man hands. Deep tissue. Um, yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure you know what you're getting yourself into at all, God. All I can think about, Lisa, with your HOA meetings is that if you were the president of my HOA, I would definitely go to the meetings, and I would never <laughs> go to an HOA meeting otherwise. You know, this is a turning point in the life of a porn star. It really is. You think about it. This is like, people say I could never do it. And look, I did it. And I tell all of the girls, and they laugh so hard that this is what I wanted to do. I'm like, I just want to step up to the plate. I just want to step up the plate and be there for my neighbors. I, I can make this happen. And uh, it wasn't easy, of course. You know, I had to, I had to campaign a bit. Uh, there's, of course, a couple people that are still not, even sure that I'm a real human being because they're so traumatized because of my life. But you know what? I sweep and clean the pool area three days a week. I take better care of this building than anybody ever has. And I look out for my neighbors. So I'm in. It was I the love right it. move. And you know, you yeah. deserve that vacation in Italy and that, well, you're, it's a work vacation in your time in Australia it's because you work hard. It's a vacation, though. I'm only working like Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays so we can go 
from Milan to Paris, which is like a cheap, quick flight, hour flight. There's so now, many places Lisa, we're going to go. Now, Lisa, when are you going to be there? I'll be there. I'll be in Italy June 20th to July 20th. Okay. Oh, I start my holidays July 20th. I was going to say, hey, you never <laughs> where know. Where are you going? Are you going to Russia? <laughs> oh, are you I, going to Russia? I have five-day stretches where uh, I'm going to just uh, pack up and find somewhere to go. So, Is Russia on the destination list? Please you never us. know. Because that would be pretty amazing if I did go to Orenburg. We really want to know. Like, listen, how about this? I just got a new camera, and also I'm moving into a new computer to take on my trip. Um, and it, so I can get really good with this video editing and do, like, BTS series. I would love to do, like, a documentary of this. Can I tag along? Oh, man. How do you say no? Yeah, Sure, yes. Uh, you can. I would be, like, in the bushes videoing you guys, talking, and I'd be narrating it like it was a ball game. Like, okay, see what's happening. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, my God. Lee, so I go to unreal. Russia, Lisa Ann documents it, <laughs> and we find Olga. We have, that's like a winner at Con. Yeah, film that's festival. definitely, that's a, that's a first night uh, premiere at Con for sure. They don't love press over there, though. You know what I mean? I don't want to be detained for any random reason, so we'll have to make this really work. They also do not like the porno over there. Okay, maybe we'll just... <laughs> we'll <laughs> so I can't shoot you and Olga, if that's what you were asking. I'm only going to shoot the PG, you know, the YouTube-style stuff. Oh, of course. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fine. That's, that's all totally, we want. That's totally legit. <laughs> Lisa, we got to go. We got to let you go. I know you got to run and do SiriusXM, but tell us where we can hear the Lisa Ann experience. We can get that where? You can find it anywhere. Any of your favorite listening platforms for podcasts. Uh, it's also available at gasdigitalnetwork.com. All of my previous recorded episodes and video content is available on the site. You guys, it's always a pleasure. When I do come to Canada, I make sure I'll come to you. I promise. Yes, I promise. please. That would be amazing. And uh, and we can negotiate this entire Olga documentary. And, and we'll submit it at a more legit film festival like Palm Springs or something. Or AVN. Or AVN. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Thank Thanks, you. Lisa. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. That's a nice I person. That's, I mean, you just got an offer from the most famous porn star in the world to shoot a documentary about you and Orenberg Oli. Okay, so who... And I'm being serious here. So we say we've signed on Lisa Ann to document it. Who do we sign on to fund it? And then where do we uh, show it? Barstool Sports. <laughs> hey. If they fund biz nasty stuff, like if I go to that. a production company, say here's the deal, and they're like, "You're serious? Let's do it." I bet you they would. I know who Bell Media Productions. Boom. But they'd be like, "Ah, oh, you're on vacation anyway, so you're doing it for free, right?" Maybe, but then they'd say they'd also say, "Hey, listen, we just captured a couple of coyotes. We're gonna need you to take them in your overhead." <laughs> Release the them into the wild yeah, in Russia. Yeah, we want them to go away, far, far away. Listen, we got to run. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you, uh, Paul Bissonnette. Thank you, Lisa Ann. And uh, we'll see or chat with you next week. Yeah. That's why I do. They're going home.
This is the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light. <laughs> 